Support for this NPR podcast and the following message come from Easy Cater. Committed to helping companies from nonprofits to the Fortune 500 find food for meetings and company events. With online ordering and 24-7 live support, learn more at easycater.com. You're listening to Shortwave from NPR. 7,000 years ago, the hunter-gatherer Chinchuro people thrived in the coastal bays of one of the world's driest deserts. But the rest of the world didn't know about them until the early 1900s, when German archaeologist Max Uhle visited the Atacama Desert in modern-day northern Chile. Today, archaeologist Marcela Sapovada studies the Chinchuro people, but she says there's not a lot for researchers to work with. We don't have historic or writing information because they are so ancient. They are the first evidence of the inhabitant of the coast of the northern Chile and the southern Peru. During Max Ule's first excavation of the Chinchuro Beach in 1917, he uncovered evidence of a civilization. And it was kind of eerie. What the team found were dozens of mummies. Now, Marcela says one port city in this region of northern Chile, Arica, is a necropolis, a graveyard built above these mummies. And she says the Chinchoro mummies are about 7,000 years old. That's two millennia older than the Egyptian mummies. We don't have any similar mummification techniques present in other tradition or region in the world. Years after Max Ule's first excavation in 1917, the mummies were placed in a museum in Arica, Chile, where they sat, only studied by a few researchers. That is, until the last decade, when museum scientists noticed the mummies had started to decompose. Some of the specimens were even turning to black ooze. Now, more people were paying attention. Scientists like Marcella believe this decomposition has to do with the increased humidity related to climate change in this region. So today on the show, we dig into what we know about the Chinchuro people, the science behind their mummification techniques, and how the future of our planet is affecting how archaeologists study the past. I'm Regina Barber, and you're listening to Shortwave from NPR. This message comes from NPR sponsor, Comcast Business. Is it possible to get business internet you can really rely on? It is with Comcast Business. Keeping businesses of all kinds up and running with a network powered by 99.9% reliability. Plus, advanced security to help outsmart threats to your data. And 24-7 customer support to help anytime. With Comcast Business, reliable business internet isn't just possible, it's happening. Restrictions apply. Actual speeds vary. This message comes from NPR sponsor, RSM. Change waits for no one. But when it happens, and it always does, be prepared to take charge with RSM's proven advisors who make it their business to fully understand yours. RSM brings human insights powered by technology so you can leverage the knowledge of future-focused minds who look beyond the ordinary. RSM. Experience the power of being understood. Take charge now at rsmus.com slash Spotify. 
At this year's Oscars, Oppenheimer took home the award for Best Picture, Emma Stone and Robert Downey Jr. also picked up wins, and Ryan Gosling brought the Kennergy. For a recap of all the highlights, listen to the Pop Culture Happy Hour podcast from NPR. It's an election year, and a long one at that. So you're going to hear a lot of spin from the campaigns and their surrogates. Well, here and now, anytime is your source this election season for coverage that means something. Explore the issues, hear from voters, and find solutions on Here and Now, Anytime, a podcast from NPR and WBUR. Before we get into why these mummies are decomposing, let's start with how the Chinchuro people actually mummified their dead. So, Marcella, you said the German archaeologist Max Ule was really surprised in the 20th century at the techniques they used, right? Like filling the bodies with natural materials. What did he see? They preserved the bone in some cases, and they preserved also the skin. In some cases, they just preserved the bone and construct a body with clay and other materials around the bone. They use sand, clay, feather, and the pigment, they use also vegetal fibers. They use all that they can obtain from the environment. For a long time, scientists couldn't actually see inside the mummies. But archaeologists like Marcella are now figuring out how to use CT scans to see their bones, how they were constructed. So far, Marcella says it seems like the Chinchuro people had an impressive understanding of anatomy. They know also how to take out the organs from the body. They put particular cut in the body to extract all the organs and the muscle uh, to take out them. It's surprising because we don't have archaeological information mm. now about this type of process and knowledge in other regions of the world. Sometimes they even altered the bone structure of the deceased. And so you have child, for example, from three or four years that appear to be bigger. Like a, a child of six or seven years, they modify the bone structure. They also move the different bones of the body. They play with the body. Uh, with respect, of course. Marcella thinks that many of these changes to the body had to do with aesthetics. But to some extent, these treatments may have also helped protect the mummies from the elements over thousands of years, keeping them safe so they wouldn't decompose. In the coast, we have lots of humidity, wind, and other natural factors that contribute to degradate the body and the skin. So it is very interesting to see that they could preserve the skin without the degradation. It's like if they known how to interact the body with the environment and they use the sand and other elements that contribute to preserve the body. Marcella says the oldest of the Chinchuro mummies are actually fetuses and children, and that the mystery of why they mummified their youngest members may have to do with the local water source that the Chinchuro people live by. The river of the northern Chile are natural contaminate. Uh, they 
present lots of pollution uh, like arsenic and other minerals because the water came from the Andean mountains and the Andean Cordillera de los Andes are naturally contaminated. And that contamination shows up in the mummified bodies. The body presents high level of arsenic or mercury or other chemical elements that indicate that they were exposed to high level of uh, contamination, of pollution. And that's why maybe we can observe high child mortality. And that maybe explain why they began to mummify child. And the Chinchuro people didn't just mummify the youngest members of their society, they mummified everyone. If you see other mummification techniques present in the world, in general, the mummification concerns the elite people. In the Chinchuro case, they mummificate all the individuals, babies, um, child, but also adults. And members of their community with physical disabilities. You can observe that several bodies have a malformation or problems in bone structure, but they lived. So you can observe that they care about everybody during the life. Oh. And they also preserve and take care about the death. And these preservation methods worked for a really long time. Until now. In the last decade, museum scientists in Chile have seen the excavated mummies start to decompose rapidly. Marcela and other researchers think it might have something to do with climate change. In effect, you have the climatic change mm-hmm. observed in all the world, and you can observe an increase of natural humidity. That was the theory, that humidity was causing this decomposition. Marcella and a team from around the world wanted to test their hypothesis in the lab to see how mummy skin held up against humidity. And to do this, they had to think about what was on the skin. They figured out the culprit was microbes. But were the microbes coming from the environment or the skin? To figure this out, they took skin samples from the mummies, pulled out microbes they found, and attempted to grow these microbes in a lab. Then... We growing the microbiome and put it on the skin. When we increase the humidity, we observe that the degradation increased a lot and very fast. So we could identify at this moment that in effect, the microbioma was sleeping and wake up with some modification of the humidity. The microbes flourished in the high humidity, ultimately causing the skin samples to break down. Mystery solved. Even without the knowledge of the microbiome we have today, it's clear that the Chinchuro people's understanding of anatomy was impressive. They had lots of knowledge about the body, about not only how to prepare the body and how to make the mummies, but also how to preserve the skin and stop the process. Wow. And it's, it's amazing. 
But now, archaeologists are tasked with finding new ways to preserve both the excavated and the buried mummies that may be at risk of being uncovered either by development or natural processes. In museums, Marcella and her colleagues can do this by adjusting humidity levels, but for hundreds of mummies still in their original, often shallow burial sites, that's not an option. They're still vulnerable to the effects of climate change. And that's part of why Marcella hopes more people will learn about the mummies and try to protect them in the years to come. So, Marcella, these are the oldest mummies in the world that we know of, but they're not as well known as maybe the Egyptian mummies. Why do you think that is? In general, the team are Chilean uh, researchers, and we don't have maybe the impact of uh, other research in the world. Here in Chile, if you ask to people who lived in Arica, where the archaeological sites are, uh, lots of people don't know that Chilturumami are there. So it is also not a responsibility of the researcher. It is also a responsibility of the country to share the knowledge about the Chinchoro and the importance to preserve this uh, type of archaeological sites and mummies. Marcella, thank you so much for talking with me today. Thank you. I learned so much. It was uh, very nice to, to share about the Chinchoro mummy and the amazing world of Chinchoro culture. In 2021, the United Nations Educational, Scientific, and Cultural Organization, UNESCO, made the Chinchuro mummies and settlement a World Heritage Site. If you've been enjoying this episode, give us a follow so you can get alerted each time we publish a new episode. This episode was produced by Rachel Carlson and edited by Burley McCoy. Anil Oza checked the facts, and the audio engineer was Maggie Luthar. Beth Donovan is our senior director, and Anya Grunman is our senior vice president of programming. I'm Regina Barber. Thank you for listening to Shortwave from NPR. This message comes from NPR sponsor ShipBob. Brands partner with ShipBob to scale from zero to a multi-million dollar company. Need global fulfillment centers and real-time inventory data? Get a free quote at shipbob.com. ShipBob.